I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed Your Life. I am Francesca, your host with the most amount of birthday cake, to be honest with you. Today was my beautiful baby Bo's birthday and we did have cake for breakfast. I mean, if you can't do that on your birthday, when the hell can you? So I've been living my best life over here. Um, This week is something a little bit different. Um, I do do these occasionally, but it is a Q&A. Because do you know what? You all have questions and I like to answer them. And I put a little post on my Patreon asking all of my Patreon bitches if they had any questions. So hopefully some of these can relate to your life and you can get some value from the answers. Um, Also, this is such a nice, easy one to do because there's no preparation for this podcast. Like there's literally normally I'm like checking all my sources, checking all my facts 
And this is so nice. I can just sit down and answer your questions and just kind of chat, which is what I find very therapeutic. Okay, the first question is from Rebecca George, and she says, how do you deal with disappointments when things don't seem to be happening? So I used to find this kind of thing really sort of upsetting and like, am I not doing things right? Is this meant to be for me? Is this not? And truly since doing the book Super Attractor by Gabby Bernstein, this or something better and also being um, guided where things fall apart to create better things has really like hit home with me. So in the past, I would see something that we might perceive as bad happening. Now I look at it and I'm like, this is literally guiding me to something better. This is teaching me something. This is guiding me to do something that I needed to do. Um, or this is taking me to somewhere better that I need to be. Um, and so that truly kind of just having that universal guidance and saying, actually, I don't always know best what's for me. That didn't make sense. That sentence, did it? I don't know what's best what for me. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and I think the big, biggest example of this for me, um, I'm fucking bang on about it a lot, but was at the start of the pandemic. I keep saying a year ago, but it's truly more than a year ago now. It must be like a year and a half, two years? No, year and a half. When the pandemic hit, everything went to shit. I thought I was going to lose everything. I had no money, had no income for months. Like, I thought that was the worst fucking thing ever. I wouldn't stop having a pity party for myself for several months. And it actually ended up, everything fell apart to rebuild in a better way. And so I'm really thankful for it. So just, yeah, be open to this or something better. Uh, Natalie Pike, who is going by her maiden name again. Yes, I see you because she is divorced or getting divorced. I don't remember. Um, but I know that she has just got her own house and she's very excited. And she is one of the book club bitches. And she um, put on her manifestation thing that she wanted to be a, like a full time presenter. And she just got offered a full time BBC presenting job. So amazing, amazing progress, Natalie. I mean, progress, that feels so rude to say progress. It's like fucking result. Amazing result. Okay. So love blockages is your question. What's your plans to tackle them? I feel like I'm waiting for you to do it so I can follow. You are not the first person to say that. I definitely, definitely, I feel like we go through little stages in our lives when we want different things. And for many, many years, I've been so focused on my children. And obviously that always continues. But I've not been interested in a relationship, really, kind of half-hearted attempts. And I really feel like at some point in the future, I don't know when it's going to be, I'm really beginning to get open to having a soulmate. And I mean a soulmate. I'm not looking for a boyfriend. I'm not looking for a husband. I'm looking for a soulmate. Um, and so, yeah, just working on my love blockages. Um, there's an amazing book, I think I've mentioned this before, my friend Darren recommended called Attached. Um, and just basically, yeah, reading more books. Honestly, I think all you need to do in this life is pick good books, read them and implement them. This is what I've learned from this book club over the last fucking year and a half, however long I've been doing it, a, nearly a year, is there's so much information and knowledge and power to 
having this information you think you just need to fucking access it and actually read it um and so as the time gets closer which that time is definitely not right now um i will start to read books you know maybe i'll revisit the five love languages um i'll just do some work on you know on my love blockages man i hope that's not too vague for you but if anyone can recommend any good love blockage or love relationship books that you think that I should read and that Natalie should read um where can you let me know leave a review yeah leave a review and say it in the reviews or say it on my Instagram I don't know say it somewhere um Holly says hi Fran I'm doing the magic again and get rich lucky bitch I've seen your comment about chapter nine and increasing your prices I'm currently in a nine to five job and do not have prices I can increase I've only done chapter one but is there any other inspired action that you could recommend thank you and loving it so far so a lot of people have asked me this is if you're in a nine to five job you can't increase your prices but of course you can there's a lot of people that feel undervalued in their job perhaps if they asked around their colleagues they might find that they're actually being paid less than their colleagues are you often asked to do overtime unpaid so if you feel like you've been undervalued or underappreciated at work you could get together a little um I don't know, like a little case to be like, this is why I deserve to be paid more or I'll no longer be doing overtime unless you can increase my holiday or increase my wages or whatever it might be. Um, So that is something I would do. But also just because you have a nine to five job doesn't mean that you can't have a side hustle. So many people these days don't just do one thing, like they'll do more than one thing. I know that for many years when I worked nine to five, I don't think I ever just worked a nine to five like I always I had like a copywriting business then I would do like feature writing and then I had my little store poochpooch.com I used to love that Um, I I had like an eBay store I wrote a book like I always did all these different things and then I started doing spray tanning so just because you're in a nine to five it doesn't mean that that is a limited um, financial opportunity for you like your your finances are not capped you can always do something more if you want to caitlin hughes says what advice can you give to get back on a positive high manifesting vibe after doubting your manifesting abilities i've had a shit time lately and i've likely just been manifesting more negativity because of this well the fact that you recognize if you've been having a shit time straight away you are recognizing Caitlin that you are probably creating that and that is the first step like you you understand that and do you know what even I still do it we all do it we're all fucking human like just because I know how this works doesn't mean that I apply it 100% of the time sometimes I get bogged down in things sometimes I let my thoughts run away with me we are all guilty of it but the fact that you recognize it is step number one and it's okay it's not too late to change that around something I saw um recently in a book I can't remember what book we were doing I don't remember but it had something so profound and it was a little sentence that you could have just easily skipped over and just dismissed and it said rather than trying to think of complicated strategies just go back to the fucking basics it didn't say fucking it just said go back to the basics go back to the basics you know what to do write a gratitude list every morning count count your blessings when you go to bed at night think of the best thing that happened that day write out your goals write out your vision you know the things to do they're really simple but it's just a matter of actually doing them but also if you are um 
having a bit of a shit time. There's also just things you can do to kind of like break the cycle if you're feeling in a bit of a rut. You can't imagine, like I've really been like trying to disconnect from my phone for the last couple of days and it's so nice just to disconnect from technology, to get outside, to do something physical with your hands, like to manually do something like manual work is really, really good for your mind. So whether that's gardening, cleaning, you know, when people get stressed out, they clean. Something like that will just reset you. Um, So I hope that that is helpful for you. Elizabeth says, do you have any go-to mantras or rituals to get yourself back on track when everything seems to be going to shit? My mum's in hospital. COVID is ramping back up in the States. My marriage is on the rocks, having a tough time staying positive over here. So again, I would kind of say what I said to that lady earlier, which is that now if things are seemingly going bad, badly, um, I try and think, actually, number one, is this something that I'm creating? But also, number two, what can this teach me? And is this falling apart for something better to fall together? So we don't always know what the best outcome is. And I think sometimes as long as we are asking for guidance and for intervention, then actually we can kind of have a little bit of peace in the knowledge that you're being guided and you're being, um, what's the word? I can't think of the word. It's very late at night. Um, helped you know what I mean you you know what I'm talking about um but also just that you can remain still in your own mind so sometimes if I get very overwhelmed and anxious um recently I've been actually is this re- relative to your question mantras or rituals when everything seems to be going to shit so maybe not a mantra mantra or a ritual but recently I have been suffering from panic attacks and I haven't had these I've had them once in my life when I was pregnant with Bo and I had prenatal, so like before you give birth, anxiety. It was awful. Like it was horrible. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. And I used to get anxiety attacks if I was like in public. It was really weird. Like I just, it was awful. And just this last week, I think due to a lot of stress, I have had two panic attacks and they always happen late at night and they are just like, I I feel like I can't breathe. My hands go really tingly. Anyway, sorry, this is not panic attack podcast. This is, this is honestly going to help you. So something that I read up on the NHS website about if you have panic attacks is, and also if you're saying like, you feel like everything's going to shit, you feel overwhelmed is you look at three, you, you think of three things that you can look at. So you look at three things. So you're like, okay, I can see the curtains. I can see the mirror and I can see a chair. Then three things you can hear. I can hear my breathing. I can hear a clock ticking I can hear a car outside and then three things you can move so I can move my hand I can move my neck I can move my foot and it's amazing but those three things really as you're listening to this you're probably thinking Fran this is a crock of shit what are you talking about but I swear to god there's a reason why it's on the NHS website if ever you feel your negative thoughts running away with you bring yourself back to this and it fully brings you back into the present moment and into your body because in your mind you can literally be in the corner of a party you could be in a crowded room you could be sitting on the sofa with your partner and to the outside world you look like you're just sitting there living your life but in your mind you could be literally tormenting yourself you could be in a completely different place so to kind of just stop that dead in its tracks now this is like a new technique I've learned and it's not strictly a law of attraction technique but it is something that you use for panic attacks and I have found it really really helpful something else I've been using not that you asked but um 
is EFT. Now, I know I bang on about EFT, but I'm one of those typical people that is not practicing what I preach. I always tell people to use it and I was not using it myself. I got to the point where I was like feeling quite nauseous from my panic, like this sort of panic disorder, I guess. Um, And I started using the tapping, the EFT technique, and I literally felt better within half an hour. And actually for the rest of the day, I felt absolutely fine. So I'm going to remember that. Remember that, Fran, please, that next time you feel like that, you could just do the tapping. I literally did about three or four rounds of it just while I was breastfeeding because I've got to sit there anyway. Um, And it just took, yeah, 10, 15 minutes. And literally, I felt so much better. So if you feel negative, please do try some of those things. Um, The next question is Katie. She says... Relating to Holly's question about prices, how to think of how to increase your income when it's a service-based job, but you don't want to work all hours. So I feel you. I was definitely like, I remember reading all these self-development books and it was like, you need a passive income. You need an income that is not um, dependent on the amount of hours you work. And I was like, well, I'm a spray tanner and a lash artist. So how the hell do I do that? But there are ways around it. You can always hire people and recruit. So my database got so big for lashes that I would, I recruited a lash person to work with me. So I would split the job with her. And so when work came in, it wouldn't be me necessarily doing it. I did the same with spray tans years ago. I had someone helping me with spray tans. So that's one way that you could do it. Um, Another way is you could diversify. If you've got amazing skills, could you be teaching? Could you do a training course? Could you help people up level their skills? Could you offer an online course? All these kind of things. Um, So I guess just think outside the box and it doesn't have to be something that you do by the hour. Um, Cherie says, are you from France? I bet she is. She has an accent over the E and everything. Is that Cherie? No, anyway, Cherie. What has been the most beneficial book that you've read? Mine is Super Attractor and I joined Gabby's 21 Manifestation Challenge. Thank you for leading me to her teachings. It's amazing, isn't it? How people resonate with different people. Um, some people love the Amanda Francis stuff. Some people love the Gabby Bernstein stuff. Some people love the Denise Duffield Thomas. I'm a big fan of Jack Canfield. I have to be honest. I think if I was going to do a course, I'd probably do Jack Canfield, but he just speaks to my soul. Um, Sorry, what was your question? What's the most beneficial book you've read? I have to say, I thought it was Atomic Habits, but I actually think it was Denise Duffield Thomas's Get Rich Lucky Bitch. It just changed the way that I thought about money as an energy. I absolutely love that book. Um, It's definitely changed the way that I feel about things. But also, I'd have to say, just the old classics, Jack Canfield books, the Jack Canfield books, I absolutely love. Um, My mum said to me today, she's like, do you think you'll like what will happen when you run out of books to read in the book club? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? We're never going to run out of books to read. There's so much out there and it continues to be produced. But oh, so much amazing stuff to be learned. Gemma says, do you use crystals to support manifesting? And would also love to hear any tips for tackling love blockages too. Um, I don't. I have crystals. So 
In fact, so many readers, readers, you're not readers, you're not reading this, listeners have sent me crystals. So thank you, thank you if you sent me crystals. I have citrine in my car for like cleansing and I think it's like safety and shit. Um, I have a large crystal that my sister got me for Christmas that is supposed to be really good for EMF, um, like electrical magnetic waves and stuff because... She knows I'm goddamn paranoid about that shit. I turn my Wi-Fi off at night. I won't have phones near my children. Like, it's just one of those things. Um, and so I actually have that right by my uh, Wi-Fi router. Um, and I also, as you know, I have a Moldavite necklace that I'm too scared to wear. But I just have it in my dressing room. Um, I also, I guess the only time I actually genuinely would use a crystal, and it is something I'd like to get into more, but your girl ain't got time to be fucking reading up on crystals. I do not have goddamn time. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you, like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. I'm not prioritizing it. I do have time. I'm not prioritizing it. Um, is rose quartz just because it's so easy to remember? Um, I use rose quartz when I'm trying to like attract love. I remember when I was married and like, I think like obviously I knew the marriage was not going very well. I used to keep a rose quartz on our bed headboard, like above the headboard. I mean, fat luck, fucking good that did, but I did it. Um, Emma says, how do you feel like the successful person you are wanting to be? So we talked about this in our most recent book in the book club, and it's all about living it now. So a lot of the stuff that you think, oh, when I've achieved this, when I'm successful, I'll do this. Just do it now. Like you will find that 70% of it you can literally do now. So just start living it today. Sarah says, have you ever heard of sex magic? What? And have you ever tried it? I swear it works. No, but I'm intrigued and I'm scared. But also, I don't think that will be something that I'll be trying for quite some time. D says, what is something new you have learned about the law of attraction over the last year? D, you get fucking question of the week. This is my favorite, favorite question. Um, I've got two. I can't choose one. So number one is 100% Gabby Bernstein saying about this or something better. So being open to co-creating with the universe rather than being a manic manifester or a, a pushy, like, no, what was the other thing she said? A pushy manifester. Uh, I don't remember the exact wording, but basically you're like, this is what I want and it has to be exactly this outcome. Otherwise, I can't prove that this was the law of attraction. That's how I used to be. And I think that's how my stories became quite well known because I could manifest very, very specific things. And something that I've learned this year is actually, I don't always know best, being open to guidance from the universe, co-creating and also 
knowing that it's this or something better and that if something doesn't happen, that it could be this or something better. The second thing would be just from the money work we've done, I think, just looking at energy, uh, money as an energy, which is something I've never done, getting rid of some of my blockages around that, just being more aware of um, things that I've been brought up to think about money um, and how that's affected me. And the energetic set points that Amanda Francis talks about in her book. And I think when she was on the podcast, we talked about it as well, about how I think most of us can like listening to this can say there just always seems to be no matter how much you earn, there always seems to be a certain amount of money that ends up in your bank account. And like, why the hell is that? It doesn't matter what you earn or what you spend. I don't know. That to me was really interesting. Danielle says, what has your progress been like using the subliminal videos? Would you recommend? So, yes, I would recommend it. I was listening to the Akuo ones. Now, when I got pregnant, I literally went fucking blind. Like I went goddamn blind. There's some sort, I can't remember what the condition is called, but basically it's a little bit like preeclampsia, but you have it after you give birth, where it's the pressure behind your eyes. So my left eye, I swear to God, I felt like there was something in my eye. Like I just couldn't see. I could not see. And my eyes felt very uncomfortable. And so I was at the point of being like, I'm going to have to be referred for this. And if it carried on nine months after they're born, you then have, you might have to have like fucking laser treatment. And so that was something that was really bothering me. I did the um, Manifesting Perfect Vision one for, I'm going to say, maybe a week and a half. Like I would listen to it literally like six times a day, like they recommended. And that problem has completely gone. So I've not actually completely rectified my vision because I think you have to listen for three months, is it? Is it a month or three months? I can't remember. Um, But that problem has literally gone. So who knows if it maybe would have gone anyway, like it's been another couple of weeks, but I think that's kind of unlikely. Um, Then also somebody did send me a link to Denise Duffield Thomas, who is my new favorite author, in case you can't tell. She does a guided like affirmate, no, what is they called? Not affirmations, uh, subliminals video about like all of the stuff that she teaches. So I have been listening to that as well. Do you know what? I think the law of attraction, you have a toolkit or even self-development. You have a toolkit of all these things that you can go to and use. And there's no one thing that is going to be the answer, the golden bullet or the silver bullet, whatever they fucking call it, to your problems. But you can use all of these different tools in different ways for different things. And so would I say that subliminals are going to get you the life of your fucking dreams? It's not just that. But can it be a useful tool? in conjunction with other things, 100%. And it's something that I will continue to use in the future. Charlotte says, controversial one here, Fran, and it might trigger a few people and you probably don't want to answer. Oh, Lord. So what are your true thoughts on the Panny D? (laughs) And how do you use the law of attraction to keep your vibe high? I feel anyone who isn't the tiniest bit spiritualist is completely brainwashed by the whole, whole shambles. Every ounce of my being tells me that what is happening is very dark and sinister and I'm worried for my children's future, but also optimistic as I feel revolution is upon us. Oh, Lord, that is a big question. Um, do you know what? I've tried to kind of tune out from it. I really have. Um, I've tried to turn and I guess that is the whole point of the law of attraction and what I've found throughout this whole journey called fucking life 
is turning negative situations into a positive. So initially, yes, I was very upset about the pandemic. It robbed a lot from me. It robbed my pregnancy from me. It robbed a lot of stuff. Um, But I tried to see the positive in it. Um, I know I'm not really answering your question here, but yeah, I do. um, I've kind of tried to stop seeing it as we've lost so much and we're losing so much time. And instead, I'm seeing it as whilst there's not the opportunity to do things, I'm more inclined to work on my brand and work on my podcast. And also, I'm in such a stage of my life. I'm in a little phase of my life of just being a mother, 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 24 seven. And actually, it doesn't matter if there's a pandemic or not to a massive degree. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, I can't go on holiday. So what? It's only a year. It's only two years. Um, so I try and look at the positives of it. Evie says, Fran, what about baby manifestations and not giving up on trying? Um, I would say the law of attraction is the perfect thing for you. For something like trying for a baby, it is the absolute perfect thing. I would go back to I think I've done some podcasts on this. I'm pretty sure I have. Also, we have a Bumps and Babies WhatsApp group in the Patreon. I would go back to the thing where I said, which is buy a token item. Go out and buy something that you absolutely love for your future baby and hang it up where you can see it. Make a declaration to the universe that you are serious about this. Then I would start to take action. So there's so much um, positive emotion in action. So you might decide, you know what, I'm going to start eating really healthily and I'm going to start working out. But you're not just doing that as you're doing it. You're like, oh my God, this is literally another step closer towards my goal. It's the feeling and the thought that you put into it. Guided meditations are really great. Um, And also just surrounding yourself with positive stories. So if you are, for example, like an IVF, um, what's the word? Like if, if you've done IVF or if you're going through that journey, this is always controversial to say this, but I would disconnect slightly from that IVF community. I know that so many of you guys get so much support and love and hope from the IVF community. But what worries me is so many people identify with it so much that it almost is like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So people that their whole niche is kind of infertility and stuff, I would kind of reduce my exposure to that and instead I would maybe look up the hashtag like miracle baby or IVF baby and instead just follow things of people that have succeeded with that um so I hope that that helps you Lily says are you considering to learn more about the law of assumption and Neville Goddard's teaching I don't know who the fuck Neville Goddard is so how can I learn more? I don't know about this, but you know what? I'm going to Google it straight after and I will let you know. Um, Alex says, what do you do or what advice do you do you have when you get what you have been manifesting? I find I just jump to the next thing I want to manifest rather than actually enjoying what I've worked for. P.S. Love the podcast and loving the book club. So Alex, this is what my ex-husband would call the hedonic treadmill, um, where you just are thinking that something in the future is going to make you happy. Whereas truly, as we all know by now, you need to be happy right now. And you can be happy with what you have right now just by being more present in the moment. And yeah, like you say, just enjoying what you have. An example for me would be when I was back living in London, 
I was constantly like, I was on a fucking mission. I was like, I need to buy a goddamn house in the country by the end of the year. And I was on a mission. And I don't regret it. I'm really glad I did. Um, But you got to remember the year before that, I'd renovated my entire apartment. So the year before, I was hustling, hustling, hustling to renovate my London flat. So I, it literally took the whole fucking summer. It looks gorgeous now and I'm so glad I did it. But then I moved into that and the whole year I was hustling, 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 like killing myself to buy this house in the country. Then I did that. Then lockdown happened. Shit happens. Then I was hustling, hustling, hustling to do the renovations on this house because I did literally just buy like an old granny house. And so I knew I did not want to live in it the way that it was. And even as I'm like mid renovations now, I find myself talking to my builder and talking to people about like, well, this is just my stepping stone house. Like my dream house in three years time is going to be this, this and this. And I'm like, Fran, oh my God, you're not even finished on the renovations. Like I just feel like I've been in renovation, renovation, renovation. Because before that, me and my husband renovated a house as well. So I just feel like I'm very aware of the uh, the pattern that's going on in my life where I seem to renovate a house and then I renovate a house and then I renovate a house. And I'm very aware now, and this is going back to this or something better. So my my timeline was like, right, I'm just going to, do this house now. Like I said to my architect, I was like, I don't want anything crazy. I don't want anything super expensive. This is going to be like a house that I'm going to sell in a couple of years or I will just rent out. I don't know. But this is just to get me through the next couple of years in kind of relative comfort. I still have to move in three years. There's still not enough bedrooms. I can't expect them all to share. And so I will have to move in three years time anyway. I was saying three years. I don't know why three, but I just feel like three is like a good good time span. Um, but I was becoming very aware that I'm like, right, I'm already thinking about, you know, buying a plot of land or getting my builder to build a house or looking for a house. And I'm just like, no, just enjoy what you have now. So I'm very aware that when I move back into my house, when it's done, hopefully a couple of weeks, I'm going to really just enjoy it. And I'm also open to the possibility that I might meet my soulmate and that we might buy a house together. Or do you know what? He might already have a house that, you know, you don't know. Or, or we might live there. I don't God damn know what's going to happen. But whereas before I would have a very fixed idea in my mind of what would happen, I'm now very open to sort of being like, do you know what, this or something better. So sorry, I can't even actually remember what your original question was. Um, Oh, jumping to the next thing. Yeah. So just fucking enjoy what you've manifested. Like try and stop yourself sometimes, recognize your pattern of what it might be and try and stop and enjoy what you've achieved so far. Um, Also, I feel like, didn't we do something in the book club? Someone said, about celebrating your achievements. So actually, if you've manifested something, celebrate it. Like actually celebrate if you've done your highest sales record for a month or whatever. Go out and celebrate doing whatever it was that you set out to do and make an actual marker for your achievements. Kerry says, how often would you recommend doing the magic? I finished it about two months ago, but I recently quit my day job. So I want to do it again as a bit of a boost. Is it too soon? To be honest, it's truly up to the person. I find that I can't do the magic more than twice a year, I'd say. Three at a push. 
only because it does take a certain amount of staying power. And although there's not loads to it, to actually actually like consciously put the effort in and do it, um, it is a bit of a fucking slog. It's 28 days. So um, I would say if you feel ready, when did you say you did it two months ago? If you feel ready to do it, do it. The worst thing that's going to happen is you won't stick to it and you'll know it's too soon. Um, But yeah, good luck to you. Uh, Natalie says, what has been your biggest takeaway from each book? That is a whole episode in its goddamn self because you know I keep my book of dreams, which has my little notes on each book we've done. It's my favourite book ever. If I lose it, I'll lose everything. Um, And so I will do an entire episode on that one day. Ursula says, have you ever listened to your old podcasts and realised how far you've come and that your beliefs and techniques have changed over time? I have not listened to my old podcasts because I feel like I would just be cringing. Um, But I'm very aware of how much I've grown and changed just over the period of doing this podcast. 100%. Um, It's insane. But when I started this podcast and for the last 10 years or however long that I've been doing like the law of attraction changed my life. I have basically been basing my teachings on the two or three books that I've read and that's it. And I recently have been doing so much more work, so much more research, so much more just learning. I've been in a real period of learning and learning from all of these great authors that all have slightly different takes on it. And what I've learned is like a lot of people are saying the same thing but it's just a slightly different angle. It hits you slightly differently. So like something that Amanda Francis says, I might be like, okay, then Denise Duffield Thomas will say it. And I'm like, oh, I get it now. Or like in Atomic Habits, they tell us to do something. But then in the Jack Canfield book, they'll say exactly the same thing, but it's a slightly different way. And you're like, oh, and also all these people who are kind of at the top of their game are all kind of saying the same basic things. And it kind of comes back to that thing I said earlier, which is stop looking for complicated strategies And just go back to the basics. Do the basic things. We all know what the fucking basic things are. Um, But yeah, I do feel like I've changed and grown a lot. And it's, yeah, it's a fucking honour to be doing this. Because honestly, being able to spend time on my own self-development and it be my job is incredible. I'm so, so thankful for it. And finally, Leanne says, my husband has been out of work for two years now. He had a very well-paid job and I recently started a business. He has now come into the business and we are putting together a product range to sell. What advice can you give me to help the belief that it will be a huge success? He thinks it will be, but I'm the worrier and also thinks he just doesn't want a job. I am frightened that my doubts will feed the universe and stop the manifestation. Help. You along with every other business owner, have had these thoughts. So I don't know if I mentioned this on the main podcast or if it was in the book club, I don't remember, but we did a meditation that Amanda Francis um, put in her book. And it's great if you have online sales coming in or anything that is like a visual on your phone. So she says, close your eyes and you imagine picking up your phone. You look at your phone. Have you got a cracked screen? What's your screensaver? What's the time? You know what your phone looks like. Look at the details, feel it in your hand. And then you look at your screen and you see all of these sales orders coming through. You do that for a couple of minutes and I swear to God, it's so powerful. It is so, so powerful. Try that. 
That's a really great one. Try having a vision board specifically for your business. Have it up somewhere, maybe in your office that you can see it and basically apply all of the principles that we apply to any other kind of manifestation, but to your business. Try not to worry. I definitely do a money book as well. So if you're Oh, I was going to say, if you're not part of the book club, but obviously you are because I got these questions from Patreon. You are part of the book club. So have you just done the book, Get Rich Lucky Bitch and Rich as Fuck? Have you done the money books that we've done? If not, bloody do them. They're amazing. They are so amazing and they'll really help you if you have a business that is based on sales and stuff. Anyway, that would be my advice. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please do leave me a review, rate and subscribe. All those things really help. You can also follow me on Instagram. I'm at Francesca Amber or at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. Um, You can check the show notes down below for links to the official podcast store. We have gratitude necklaces. We have manifestation candles. We have everything you could want in life. Um, I don't remember what else. I've got to go and pack party bags now. Got a birthday party with a real life unicorn, an ice cream man that is definitely overcharging me and a bouncy castle. So it's about to go off. By the way, I feel like there's an ice cream man that comes around my village, right? He always comes down my street. I'm pretty much the only person that goes out and gets an ice cream every goddamn time. So he's driving all the way down my street for me, for one person, right? £1.50. It might be £3 if like Bo's there and we get an ice cream together or whatever. I said to him, do you do birthday parties? He says, yes. I said, cool. Can you come to my daughter's birthday party? Yes. I said to him, how much would it be? And this ice cream man is cheap, right? Like the ice creams are like a pound, one pound 50 tops. You can't really spend more than one pound 50. And that's quite cheap these days, right? So I said to him, how much would it be for uh, 25 ice creams? Thinking he's going to say, okay, it's normally like £25, right? Or maybe he'd do it a bit cheaper because where are you going to drive where you could be guaranteed 25 rather than just one? He said to me, £40, including fuel. I'm like, this motherfucker's taking a piss. I'm basically telling you that there's a location where there's going to be 20 children and I'm going to buy like 30 goddamn ice creams in one spot and you don't even have to take money and get change and shit. It's like when I used to do spray tan parties. If someone said, look, come to my house, I've got 10 people, we're all going to get spray tanned. I'd be like, cool, rather than £40 a person, it's £20 a person because it's easier for me. (sighs) Greg, the ice cream man, does not agree with that. He is charging me more. Am I being taken the piss out of? I don't know. Am I just going to pay it because I don't like confrontation? Probably. Anyway, um, yeah, that's what's happening. So... I will see you next week and I'll let you know how my overpriced ice cream was at the party. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Law of Attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself 
only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book. Maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter and you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.